You're listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast, where we help people globally build wealth in a halal way. We hope you find it useful and fun. Anything you hear in this podcast is not to be understood as personalized financial or investment advice and only represents the views of the speaker. Investing entails risk, including loss of principal. Be sure to do your own due diligence before you make any investment decisions. Some of the episodes of this podcast are audio versions of corresponding Practical Islamic Finance YouTube videos. If you want to watch the video version of the podcast, simply go to the Practical Islamic Finance YouTube channel. And now, without further ado, bismillah. Assalamu alaikum. So you've stashed away $1,000 that you don't need for any upcoming bills, and you want to get started with investing. So where to invest this $1,000? Well, I'm going to show you in this video how I would approach reasoning through the different options for investing $1,000. Make sure to leave a like and subscribe if you aren't already. And without further ado, let's get started. Number one on our list of possible investments is the S&P 500 or a halal version of the S&P 500. Now, if we look at the previous 40 years, on average, the S&P has returned around 9.4%. So let's look at what $1,000 at 9.4% will yield us at different investment horizons. So I created this spreadsheet to help us calculate how much a $1,000 investment will yield us over time. And here we're assuming we are achieving the average annual return that the S&P 500 has achieved over the last 40 years, which is 9.4%, as we mentioned. So $1,000, and in the first column I have year, second column is month, the investment balance, the amount invested, which is the $1,000 we're starting with, and the annualized return. If we scroll down to 120 months, so after 10 years, we see that the amount, the $1,000 will have ballooned into is, $2,531. Not really something to write home about. You did wait, after all, 10 years to get a bit more than a doubling, a doubling and a half, I should say. So you invested 1000 and you ended up with 2500 Now here, we're going to see the power of starting early in your investing. So if you wait 10 years, you're going to do a one and a half X on your investment. However, if you wait 40 years, your $1,000 investment will balloon into close to $42,000. So this just goes to show the power of investing and specifically starting early with your investing. If you'd like the free beginner's guide to halal stock investing, leave your email using the link in the description of this video. So basically, if you have a long-term investment horizon, investing $1,000 into the S&P may be somewhat attractive, but for shorter investment horizons, you're not gonna really make that much from investing in the S&P. So let's look at if we beat the S&P. In fact, let's look at the case if we invested in the highest yielding mutual fund over the last 40 years. So one of the best mutual funds in terms of yield over the last 40 years has been the Fidelity Select Software and IT Services Mutual Fund. 
And this had an average annual return since inception of around 16%. So let's use the 16% figure in our calculations. So we're investing $1,000 at a 16% average annual return. So in 10 years, we are going to have around $5,000. So better than the S&P. In the S&P, we had close to 2,500. Here, we have close to 5,000. Now, if we look at what we have in 20 years, so after 240 months, our $1,000 investment will be $24,000. Very respectable. And in 40 years, our $1,000 will have ballooned into close to $600,000. So this just goes to show how differences in average annual returns can compound over time. If you'll recall, with the S&P, we had close to 40. Here we have close to $600,000 after 40 years. But still, this assumes that you're able to choose one of the best, if not the best, mutual fund in terms of returns for the next 40 years. And you have that long of a time horizon on your investing. So while this option may look attractive here, it's very unlikely that anyone experiences this. A scenario that is readily achievable for basically anyone and has a high rate of success is investing in yourself. That is, investing in things that will increase your income. For example, I googled the highest paying IT certifications. Number one was Google Cloud Certified Professional Cloud Architect. The average salary was $176,000. Now, when I looked up what a professional cloud architect certification costs, it costs, the registration fee is $200. And notice here that the prerequisites are none. Now, having seen this, and in light of the fact that the average salary for this certificate's holder is $176,000, as we saw, I think it's reasonable to assume that someone who doesn't have this certificate that then obtains this certificate is able to negotiate a let's say ten thousand dollar increase in their salary either with their current employer or by applying for a similar position at a different company and negotiating a salary with that company that is higher than their current salary so let's assume that someone invests $200 in this certification, granted, it's going to take some effort to actually get it and to prepare and to take the test. But assuming someone invests the money and gets this certification, then they will have $800 left. And assuming that they're able to increase their salary by $10,000, which is around $833 per month, that they then invest. And let's say they invest this extra salary that they have in the S&P or a halal version of the S&P, and they're earning 9.4% on their investment. In 10 years, with the initial investment of 800, and then the 833 extra every month that they're earning from this certificate that they got, in 10 years, 
their investment is going to end up yielding them $164,042. So this is by far better than the S&P investing results, by far better than the mutual fund results. So this goes to show the power of increasing your income and having that a priority when you're investing. So what I want to say is the first thing you should think about when you're investing is, can I use this money that I have slated for investment to increase my income? And by the way, not all education is the same. A lot of courses and certificates are garbage and they're not worth their price, but a lot of them are. And a good place to start is where I started, which is just to Google the best certificates or trainings with the highest ROI or return on investment. That's a really good place to start. Don't invest in a course on basket weaving. That's not going to give you a return on investment. There's nothing wrong with basket weaving if that's what entertains you and it's a hobby that you'd like to pick up. But as an investment, probably not the highest yielding investment. Another example is an entrepreneur. And let's say this entrepreneur has a $10,000 profit every month. If investing $1,000 increases their profit margin by 10%, then that's $1,000 every month extra. So they'll do even better than the person who got the certificate in this example, because they'll be able to invest $1,000 extra from that improvement in profit margin that they were able to achieve with the $1,000 investment. And entrepreneurs who are watching know that sometimes increases in profit margin requires only a small investment that is spent in a clever way. And granted, this increase in profit margin may not last for 40 years, but let's say it lasts for only three years. $1,000 invested every month for three years will turn into $40,000 if it's just earning the average S&P 500 return of 9.4% every year. So $1,000 to $40,000, that's a 40x on your investment for just improving your profit margin by 10%. What I want to emphasize is that when you're investing, the first thing to look at is your income. And are there any low-hanging fruit that you can use your investing dollars to increase your income with? Because that's likely going to yield you the highest and most likely return. Remember, the returns on mutual funds and other high-risk assets is often very doubtful and cannot be relied upon. But investing in yourself is a much less risky proposition and often has much better returns. Now, if you have already optimized your income and you're happy with the level it is at right now, then I'd suggest looking seriously into stocks and crypto because as we saw the earlier you start, the more powerful your investing becomes. If you haven't gotten my free beginner's guide to halal investing, then make sure to leave your email using the link in the description of this video. Consider becoming a PIF member where you can follow my stock and crypto investments, as well as gain unique insights and in-depth research into 
stocks and crypto that are written from the perspectives of halal conscious investors. If you enjoyed this video, do leave a like, subscribe for more content like it. And until next time, make sure to take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all. Thank you for listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it and would like to leave us a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all.